What's up, podcast world? Just one day until Christmas, and I wanted to give a Christmas-themed message right before we head into the holiday. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to Finding Freedom Podcast. Just like the intro said, I wanted to give a Christmas message. I know a lot of times in business we want to focus on the professional only, but I do believe there's a huge value we can gain from religion, not only just in our personal development or spiritual development, but also in professional. I mean, if you look at these movements, they've helped millions of people and just mobilized billions towards a common goal. And if we ignore that reality, I think we're doing ourselves a disservice just in the day-to-day of how we run our lives and businesses, but also just in personal development and how we can outreach and help people. So with that vein, but all, but all, well, not just in that, in that vein, but also just I think there is value in spirituality. And I know that a lot of leaders find that value. I personally find that value. I'm very grateful for what I've learned from religion not just Christianity, from, from all the religions I've studied and had an opportunity to participate in. And with that in mind, I want to spend some time on Christmas. And that's that's the religion of my, my birth. That's religion I, I stay active to. And there's a lot we can learn from the life of Jesus Christ, one of the most influential leaders to ever walk this earth. So the reason I preface that is I don't I know a lot of times people can get, get offended by religion. Um, I, I, my goal is not to offend it's to bring value, and I know that if you can kind of get over the uh, the divisive part of religion, you there there's so much you can get from the study of it and the application of it, um, even if you don't believe. And, and full disclaimer, I am a believer, um, and I think that's where the real value comes from. And but even if you're not on that side of the faith, there just just the study of it can help. And so that's what I'm hoping to provide you through this. Is, is a study of it and how that applies to our life. So Christmas, how to, how to, like, what are some lessons we can learn from the story of Jesus Christ? And I think for me, there's three that really, really apply to my professional life that have, that have really helped me and especially how I translate those and, and apply those to business. The first one is probably the most often re- like, like recorded phrase in Christianity, at least the scriptures, the Holy Writ, is asking you shall receive, knock and it shall be opened unto you. I think a lot of times people apply that in a spiritual sense, asking for divine guidance. In my own life, I've seen that really apply to simply just asking for help from others or knocking on doors, quite literally knocking on doors to open up opportunities. And the the counsel here is... I, th- I think not just ask and knock, but don't fear loss. So I think that's what, what the, one of the reasons humans don't ask is because they're afraid of no. 
when there's no reason to be. I mean, your life's going to go on whether it would or not. Whether you like, if that per like, let's say you're asking for a new business opportunity, you're asking for a discount, or asking for a sale, or asking for to help someone, or or, or whatever it is, right? The worst someone can say is no. Most of the time, the worst someone can say is no, and then we just go on like our life would have gone on anyway, right? But we fear that rejection so much that we're afraid to ask. And I think that's what the scripture is saying here. Um, specifically, Jesus Christ said a lot in a lot of his ministry was ask and you shall receive, knock and it shall be opened unto you. You know, and you can apply that to prayer. And I think there's a lot of value there. We can also just apply it to daily life. People that ask, especially ask politely and continually knock and receive at knock are going out there. Doors will be opened. Like things will be received, but you have to take the initiative. Number two is surrounding yourself with courageous and brave people. So much of Christianity is focused on Jesus Christ, and it should be, but I also think there's a lot of value in looking at who, during his mortal ministry, he surrounded himself with. And he didn't just, I mean, from the looks of it, it was pretty average, ordinary people. But somewhere along the way, he saw that there was a hidden courage and a fire within the individuals that he found. They were working normal professions, but he found people that were willing to literally risk their lives for a message that they knew was true. And a lot of people, even though they know or believe something's true, aren't willing to like put themselves out there. And so I think there's a, there's a ton of value in just understanding, okay, there's these, there's all these people that I can associate with, whether that's at work or school or my community, but are there people out there that are pushing the envelope that are doing things bigger and better than themselves? How can I find and be around those people? And the amazing thing about nowadays with like social media, we have unprecedented access to people and like, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, there was that, or even before that, there was that rule of six degrees of separation, right? You're only six degrees away from any given person. But nowadays with social media, it's almost like one to two. And I'm not necessarily speaking of like direct messaging or hanging out with this person all the time, but there's a lot of people out there that are movers and shakers that write books, that post on social media, that you can follow, that will inspire you to do better and live your life. Right, and that's not that that person's perfect. Not that we should like take everything they say for gospel truth, but surrounding yourself and inundating yourself with those people instead of like the BS like news media that's out there so much is going to do so much for your career and your life that it's going to help you, and that's like very evident in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Is yes, like he was divine, but also he understood that that would only go so far as he helped others and that he could empower others to help others. And so very, very, very early on and very quickly, he selected people that were brave and courageous and enabled them to go out and do good and, be, and follow his example. And in our own lives, there's two sides of that coin. The one I just talked about, one, looking for and being around inspiring people. But two working together on projects with people that are just that brave and courageous. And that's how you start to change your community, your own life and the world. The last one, the funnest one I want to talk about is 
divisiveness. I about said discipleship, but divisiveness. In modern day Christianity, a lot of the original message of Jesus Christ gets lost in the, we should love everybody, right? And, and Christ did love and encourage to love, you know, turn the other cheek, be a peacemaker. But we also have to remember that he was very divisive in that time. He stood up against an establishment that was oppressing many people. And he also stood up against the idea that he was there to liberate them in a military sense or a political sense. He wasn't at that time. And that created a very like hard and fast line between like, are you with or against me? And like I just said before, I think a lot of that message is diluted in this, I want to please everybody type of religion. And that wasn't the religion he was in. He wanted to free everybody, but free everybody from like the, the labor, like the, the burden of sin and oppression that we put on ourselves. Now, there's a lot we can get from that message, but the, the point I want to bring out is he was willing to be divisive and even risked his life for it and laid down his life for it. If we have a message we believe in that much, we have to believe in the message and that will, by nature, create divisiveness. And we shouldn't fear that. There are people we, we offend and there are people we'll help, but you have to focus on the people you help more than the people that are trying to hurt or distract you. And that is how you leave a lasting legacy. That's how you help people. That's how you keep your own psyche afloat because it's hard to hear those distractors. It's really hard. And the bigger you get, the more, the louder they get. But if you let your focus be on those you're helping, you'll be all the better. So those are three things that I've really, that have helped me from the Christian religion, specifically the life of Jesus Christ, that have encouraged me to be better, do better, and just be happier. Um, asking your shall receive, surrounding myself with courageous, bold people, and not being afraid to be divisive. And that's a very hard thing to do. But that those are a few of those traits that helped Jesus Christ start a movement that's lasted 2,000 years and, and affected billions of people. And I'm not saying we need to have that kind of impact or look to have that kind of impact, but there's lessons we can learn on how to help our community around us. So it was like commemorate his birth and the impact he's had. I think if we, I know that if we apply those principles to our lives, we're going to be so much the better. So enjoy your guys' Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look out for those you can serve and help immediately around you. And we'll talk to you later.